0: Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great, and will be called Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, today we celebrate the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Virgin Mary, or this feast in thanksgiving and praise to God. for having created this woman who from the moment of her very conception was transformed by grace that that stain of original sin would have been removed from her so that She would be the vessel that brought the Son of God into the world. It's an amazing thing to think about. And today, as I was reflecting on And of what to focus on in preaching for the Feast of the Immaculate Conception. Because on Marian feast days, you know, oftentimes we point out Mary as an example. And we say something like, everybody should be like Mary. Everybody should follow God's will the way that Mary followed God's will. And then most of you ladies out there start going, "Ah, I wasn't conceived without original sin, Father. That just makes me feel bad about myself. Which is true. We weren't conceived without original sin. And Mary is an example for us to follow. But what was coming to mind more was the fact that her immaculate conception really must have allowed her to love us even more. Right? To love us even more. Because there would be no effect of sin in her life. And sometimes we might have the idea that because there was no sin in her life and she didn't have sin in her life, she must have had no pain in her life, which obviously isn't true. But she actually would have felt empathetic pain to a greater degree. Her heart is pierced because as she watches the suffering of her son, she feels it in herself because of her love for him, she would have had this kind of perfect empathy for Jesus and for every single person that she met. And empathy is a quality that we really should strive for, to have like Mary had, to have empathy like Mary had empathy. Because empathy is... This kind of emotion that allows us to feel whatever peop- what other people are feeling. People who are empathetic, they allow us to feel felt by them. To feel like this person gets me. This person understands me. This person is trustworthy. And we're all created to be in that kind of relationship, that kind of communion. But sin actually erodes our ability to have empathy. You know, when people sin against us and we experience that kind of pain, we're just like, I don't ever want to feel this kind of pain again. And we can become shut down in that way. Mary, on the other hand, would have felt everything that we felt. As I've gone through my own kind of healing journey in my priesthood, in my own conversion in my priesthood, like I remember once when I was coming out of that period of depression that I'd gone through where I didn't hardly feel anything ever. My prayer was like, Jesus, do you remember that one time in high school where I felt like you loved me? Can we go back to that? It's been a really long time. And then as our Lord started to enter into my life and spiritually bring healing, as I went to some very good counselors who helped to bring healing to my emotional life, I remember being at a party and somebody was talking about a very difficult time that they had gone through in their life, and I started to cry. Because for the first time in a long time, I could feel what they were feeling. And I was starting to experience empathy. And so one of the greatest attributes of Mary's immaculate conception just might be that she has perfect empathy. That when we go to her in prayer... She's able to perfectly pick up on exactly how we're doing. She's able to be perfectly attuned to our lives. And when we cry, she cries with us. When we mourn, she mourns with us. When we rejoice, she rejoices with us. And if that's that's true, then her immaculate conception, it's not something that puts her at such a high standard that she becomes an unattainable person that can't possibly understand our life. But on the contrary, it means that she can enter into our life in a way that goes far beyond what any other human person can simply to be someone that can be there with us. To be a comfort. To truly be a mother. And we see her living out of that throughout the Gospels, but most especially after our Lord's suffering and death, when the disciples are gathered with her in the upper room, that she must have been a source of calm and peace and security in their lives, understanding perfectly the loss that they were going through. Mary is a model of that kind of empathetic accompaniment that Pope Francis is calling us to in the church today. And she is there to be a comforter for us. And so I'd encourage you, as you live out your own Marian devotion, wherever it is, and you consider Mary's perfection and how you want to imitate her and her virtues, that you take time and allow her to just be your mother who understands your life perfectly. And you might be praying the rosary and you just only have this image of being a little kid who feels really confused or lost or alone or insecure or like nobody understands me and you're just sort of like sitting very close to the Blessed Mother as she strokes her hands through your hair saying, I understand you. I am your mother as well. The gifts that God has given to me, I want to give to you. Because she truly is our mother. She truly is a source of comfort, of security, of support and understanding. To walk with us in our own journey of conversion. to guide us into relationship with her son, who entered into the world through her life in order to save each and every one of us. Today, let us pray. That our hearts continually be transformed, that we learn from Mary to be loved by our Lord and also to be a sign of empathetic accompaniment in the lives of those we walk next to each day.